And I'm Kamna. We are women who have struggled with body image issues and weight in one way or another. We want to normalize the struggles that we all face and find comfort in the fact that we are not alone. At the same time, we want to explore ideas that have worked for others to discover changes that might work for us. And at the end of every episode, we will create a call to action. And we encourage you to make your own call to action. Hi, Kamna. Hi, Leah. How are you? I am working on getting better. All right. Hence the sexy voice. It, it does sound very sultry. Is that the good a good word? That's what I'm going for. Okay. That's what I'm telling myself. Well, so we should have done it earlier. Cough in the middle. I'm sorry. Oh, you'll be fine. You'll be fine, right? You're drinking your tea. That'll help soothe your got throat. Got my right? tea. Got my water. That, let me just say, does that really help? Tea, warm tea, when you don't feel good. Um, I think it just helps the throat. Okay. Why not? I'll try it never... at this point. When I'm sick, I don't drink hot tea. I don't know why. Why don't I ever think to do it? If you don't like it. No, I eat. Mm. I just try and eat like crazy, everything I can see. So maybe I should try tea. Anyway. All right. So let's back up and go for what we, what was your call to action last week? My call to action was to have a more balanced meal, I guess, in terms of proteins and vegetables. Oh, and this was not a good week to try it. Well, I didn't really do it, but I kind of by accident did it. Okay, tell me more. So um, I kept hearing my mom's voice, literally and figuratively, because she kept telling me every day to eat good things and hot things and eat this and do this. So I would feel better. And it was interesting because I was like, oh, my mom said it, I have to do it. So I would make these meals that were more balanced or more soothing or more comforting and I felt better. And the interesting thing about this week is I wasn't actually, I'm like, I can't do my call to action as actively as I want to do it. So just put everything on the shelf. And the only thing I could really do was rest and eat and then rest. I didn't really do much of anything else. And that time of being mentally completely checked out was so refreshing. It was so refreshing. And I think because I was really sick, I wasn't as hungry so it's really really actively listening to my body so when you say you mentally like checked out is that the word you just said yeah what what do you mean like from like caring about what you were eating to exercise like what does that mean I didn't really exercise like one day I did yoga but I started hacking away coughing like crazy and then I think a couple of days I tried to take a walk, but I was so tired. So, so do you think your body needed you to just rest? Yes. I just really needed that rest. I slept a lot and I just, I, I was so curious about the not being hungry part of it because when I have been sick, I always eat. Me too. So it's, it was really curious to me that I wasn't that hungry. And even when I ate, I was not feeling good. So I had to stop eating, which I was like, I wish I could put this into my use in my real life. Wonder why, why do you think you weren't hungry this time you were sick? I'm not sure. I was trying to hydrate and I was trying to eat, you know, a little bit more. Oh, hungry. you were eating better for, better for you foods. Not like I think so. Ritz crackers or something like oh. you were eating like real food. Yeah, I couldn't eat crackers. Like it just made me nauseous. Hmm. So 
It was kind of a win, even by accident. Okay. I didn't do my call to action, but I'm still going to obviously keep working on it because I want to hit all of my, my nutrient marks. I think it's important anyway. Yeah, I do too. I'm still working on it very hard. Um, My call to action was to focus on some, the fiber a little bit more Mm -hmm. and I've got such great, I, everybody that listens definitely reached out and gave me a million ideas and I appreciate all of them. But the reality is I am never for the rest of my life going to be eating tons of vegetables every day. That's just not who I am. I don't like them enough to do it. So I was trying to find ways to take my fiber that I already have and bulk that up. Oh, so, because I'm, I mean, yes, I know I can eat a salad three times a day and get a little bit more. I'm, that isn't the reality of my life. The other part is like, yeah, sure. I can make a stir fry, but I'm not going to make a stir fry every single night of the week. I, I'm right. not going to do it. And you know, the same thing, like adding vegetables, roasting vegetables. Sure. But I'll do that once a week. I'm not going to do it every day. So I just started like really looking at what I was eating and the fiber there. And ma- so like I had one kiwi, so I had two kiwis, not at the same time, but like in the same day, or I was taking um, my breakfast and I was having it on a Joseph's pita, which is six grams of fiber there. So like just finding what I already do and incorporating a little bit more, I still wasn't hitting where I wanted to, but I think I can, if I just use this mindset of like, take what you normally have and just add that a little bit more. Nice. Does that make sense? Yeah. So I I did that with protein too. So instead of having my three ounces of my chicken or lunch meat or whatever, I was like, well, why don't I just have five ounces? Why do I always stick to three ounces? You know what I mean? So, and I think that that has helped me a little bit. Really? Yeah. That's good. Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm happy. I'm still doing it. I'm still going to keep doing it. I really, really like looking at my macros. Yeah. Do you like it? I like it because um, for me, I don't want to get this sick for a long time. So I think if I can hit all my nutritional marks, it'll just oh. help me have better immunity and better health, and which is the goal. Because you no, know, getting sick is not fun. No. So I would rather hit those marks and do the work for that than go through just being so exhausted all week. Interesting way to look at that. Like, do you think that some people get sick a lot because they're not getting their nutrition markers in? Yeah, I think it's a loop for sure. If you yeah. are missing nutrients, missing just basic vitamins or just in things you need, then your immunity will go down. And, yeah. and I don't know what I was missing, but clearly something. Okay. Well, if you ever figure it out, let us know. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to keep working on it. All right. So what are we talking about today? Today's an interesting topic. It took me down a rabbit hole. I was so curious about all of this. I love when you go down a rabbit hole because I feel like we all learn so much the minute you start going down it. So I'm excited to hear about your rabbit hole. So we are talking about... Go ahead, yeah. False hunger. False hunger. So fake hunger. What What does that mean to you? Okay. So the first thing I did, of course, was look up the definition and what I saw, I don't know if you saw this fake hunger is actually mind hunger. In quotes, It was in quotes. And I was like, yes, when I'm not really hungry, it's not my stomach that's hungry. Do you know what I mean? Yes. 
I loved that. Like that Absolutely. alone, I was like, I could put the pen down right now because I just solved this topic. Like it is not real hunger. It's all in my mind. Well, I envision like, you know, that commercial with the guy with the, or you know, the movie with the emotions and there's like controlling people inside your brain. The is animated. that a Disney? The Disney yeah. one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like that with your hunger. There's somebody in there saying, I think that should be within us, that we should eat that. We should mm-hmm. have that. Oh, there is somebody living in my head that tells me that for sure. So did you look up the definition too? I did. Okay. What is what was your definition? Eating in a response to a need that is emotional in response to some stimuli. Yes. The smell, sight, somebody else eating. Yep. And I have to tell you all, I'm pretty sure that most of the time that I eat, it's because of those things. Really? I think a very, very small percentage of the time that I eat is out of actual hunger. Isn't that sad? No. Why isn't it? Why isn't it? Because you're human. Why would it be sad? Oh, well, I just love when I talk to you. You make me feel so much better because I, I, I literally think it's sad that I'm never listening to my body enough to eat when it needs it. Do you know what I mean? I think though you're, this is a common human response to avoid dealing with whatever we need to deal with. So we put all of our energy into sidestepping so we can answer, not have to deal with those problems, emotional or physical or work or stress or blah, blah, blah. Like there's so much happening that sometimes it's so overwhelming that we're just like, Oh, let me just go eat something. Yeah. Better sidestepping. Idea. I like what? the sidestepping word. Hmm. It's more I fun also... anyway. Go ahead. Say that again. That's more fun anyway. Yeah, it is more fun. You're right. Um, so I also saw a red, red rather that um, hunger pains can happen even if the body doesn't need food. Sometimes our body is just conditioned to feel that way sometimes. What do you think of that? I think that made sense to me. Because I think it's biological. If you think about how, like, the cavemen used to be, yeah, right? they would just eat and eat and eat because they didn't know when their next meal was going to come. Mm. And part of us probably is that we're just going to eat because biologically we don't know where our next meal is, even though we have food completely surrounding us all the time. So this is like a, something that's in us, like just in, in what's the word inherently in us sometimes. Yeah. That makes me feel better too. Boy, you just make me feel better all around. I'm all right. glad. All right. So where, where, what rabbit hole did you go down? So here's where I started. So okay. meal high and simple carbs, no fiber, no protein, or without any healthy fats will cause a spike or a drop in then a drop in blood sugar, which will make you feel hungrier. Okay, wait. So wait, say that again. Meals that are low in, what are they? So if you don't have any really nutritional value, which is what we talked about last week, but if there's no fiber, no protein, if you're eating a fast food meal that's full of grease, and it's going to make your blood sugar spike, and then it's going to make it crash. So then you're going to feel like you're hungry, even though you just ate like a big meal. Have you ever gone out for pancakes? Yeah. And then after an hour, you're like, I could eat something now. I'm I'm hungry again, right? Yeah, it's the same idea that there was really not any nutritional value in that meal. So you were like, I'm kind of hungry now, even though I just ate this giant stack of pancakes. Okay, so the first thing we all need to pay attention to is when we are, quote unquote, hungry, when we know we're not, is it because of what we ate before? 
-hmm. Like, is that what's causing this hunger right now? Is the quality of our food not there? Oh yeah. Because it's so, this whole thing, this whole topic is so interesting to me. If we are not hitting our nutritional marks, like we started this, this episode with, then your body's still going to say, Hey, I still need X, Y, and Z. You're not giving me that. Please give me that. And if I keep eating, I'm not, I don't do this right now, but if I was actively eating Doritos, 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 and I'm, my brain is never getting that signal that it's getting any nutrient nutrients. So it's going to say, give me more, give me more. Yeah. Well, yeah. that Doritos are a whole nother ball game. That's very, oh, yeah, because that's the, the toxic stuff in there, but yeah, you're right. I learned right, the thing that I hit. Did you have anything else about that? Um, well, the other thing, the other thing, well, I wrote this down, which I thought was really interesting that you really, the question we need to ask ourselves when we are hungry all the time is, did I eat a balanced meal, which mm-hmm. is everything you're just saying, or substan- substantial snack less than two hours ago? And I never really stopped and been like, when was the last time I ate? Okay, let's see. It's whatever time. And then gone backwards and say, what did I eat? And I like that thought of going backwards and saying, what did I eat? Because if you did eat something substantial and all of that, then you're really not hungry. You maybe need to just chug some water or you're restless or emotional. Oh, tell me more about that. Well, when I was looking it up, it was really just about like, really, once you answer that question, then the next question is, okay, I, yes, I I, almost, we need like, almost like one of those flow charts, like yes, you go this way and you're good. If the answer is yes, I did eat a big lunch and a big meal, then you really need to go, am I restless? Am I something, something's triggering my emotions right now. And I need to figure out what that is. Yes. And then it's like, okay, if you're going to emotionally, emotionally eat, but you need to know you're doing it, stop blaming it on hunger. Because then I think what we do is we just start telling everybody, well, I'm always hungry. Well, are you really always hungry or are you always fake hungry. Yeah. We, I think we need to know that. I need, I know I need to know, am I hungry or am I fake hungry? Yeah. You need something else. Right. What do I need? I must need something. Something's causing me to want to eat this right now. And I, I love the word restless. Wasn't a word I put in there. It was what I was reading. And I, I struggled with that word. Cause I'm like, I don't know if I'm restless, which I don't think I am, but I see my husband restless. Okay. Oh my gosh. I can see him eating stuff. And I'm like, oh, he anxiety, restless. Like, I'm like, that is what he is eating right now. I've never told him that, but I I can see that in him completely. Yeah. So I think it's interesting when you can pick it out in other people, the the benefit of that. Well, I think being restless, like you said, it can identify as so many different things. It can be anxiety it can be the flip side which is depression it can be mm-hmm. just general blues it can be anything mm-hmm. just stress it can be any of those things yeah also it, also the main takeaway from almost every article I read was drink some water yeah did you read that too oh I think that that was on my list which yeah. makes sense. Like, um, drink yeah. some water immediately right. you feel hungry drink some water why did you find I, I don't, I didn't really find a why, because I think I've heard things and then some of it I've heard is debunked. So I just, it, the first thing I thought was drinking water was like the first, the first thing to do, maybe put a pause there, 
maybe you're really thirsty and you don't know it. Like uh, your body always needs the water anyway. So just do that first. Like that should be our first line of defense. Do you drink water? Yes. Do you do that automatically? Oh, you mean when I think I'm hungry? Yeah. No, I don't do it automatically. No, I don't do it when I'm hungry either. I drink a lot of water anyway. So I'm always like, oh, I don't need to drink more now. Okay. So, but I'm going to have to look at to that and try it. I think that's so interesting. All right. So what did, tell me about your rabbit hole. I'm dying to know. Well, do you want to hit the other reasons before we get to the rabbit hole? Yes, go ahead. um, uh, If you're sleepy. So if you're sleepy, you might be hungry. If you're hungry, you might be actually sleepy. Oh, that's what I meant. If you're hungry. So if you're quote unquote fake hungry, you might just be really, I do that. Do you do that ever? Yes. I'm like, I should go to bed. And then I'm still stomping away. Yep. Six o'clock. Six o'clock. You get starting at six o'clock. I start getting hungry. I'm not hungry. But you, what time do you eat dinner? Uh, 4.30. Yeah. You're full. I'm full. So by six, your body's like trying to shut down. Mm -hmm. And I want to stay awake. Oh, so you're fighting your sleep. Mm -hmm. Then what do you do? I usually eat. Yeah. That's so, what about, go ahead next. So when you have, um, when you don't have enough sleep, a hormone called leptin, which makes you feel full drops. And also ghrelin, which is a hormone that stimulates appetite increases. So when you don't get enough sleep, the, the switches get mixed up. Mm. It's kind of interesting. Like nothing's wrong with you. It's just biological. Just you need some sleep. Yes. Yeah. I was fascinated by that. I like that you, I like how you worded that. The switches get mixed up. Yeah. They get flipped. So where you should be thinking I'm full. I don't, I've had enough. Um, it It's like confused because your body's not getting the rest it needs. So it's like, wait, I guess we're on now. Let's go. Okay. Okay. I can um, see that. This was kind of an interesting one for me. This is not the rabbit hole, but anything environmental. So smells like a pastry shop, a bakery, breads, um, someone else is eating next to you and they're making all the yummy sounds. I'll give you my example. I uh, was volunteering at the high school to pop popcorn before the football games. And uh, that was ridiculous that smell is insane and you want it I would go home and eat popcorn and you weren't even hungry you just knew you wanted it yeah I couldn't stop thinking about the popcorn I was like I have to have popcorn I have to have popcorn so many weeks I would just come home and eat popcorn well first of all good for you for not eating it there well it just not so hygienic yeah but still I would have been sneaking some popcorn I'm not gonna lie to anybody listening but I was like, that's, you can pop, smell popcorn anywhere. And you're like, I want to eat some popcorn. Yeah. True. Very true. I can, my kids make it. And I'm like, I, 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 I want some mm-hmm. very normal response. Yeah. I think when I go to the theater, I plan to eat it. Cause I know I'm going to want it. That's yeah. And why, and why say I'm not going to have it. I'm not going to have it. Then you end up having it and then you beat yourself up. So yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Or if you go to a fair. Fair food. Oh yeah. Love it. So I have 
I have a very similar situation and I noticed that this week. So when I work at the cafeteria, we're on a three week rotation. So on week three, we work the register. So we're not in the kitchen with the food serving it. Mm-hmm. This week I was on the register and I was not hungry, not even one day before my lunch. Wow. And from previous episodes, you guys have all known that I literally, that is, I was eating mints all day because I was wanting to eat and snack and eat and snack and have one French fry and one bite of this and one that. And I was, I literally think or thought that I'd been hungry this whole time. And to this week now, let me, let me back up and say, I was more focused on protein and fiber this week. Mm -hmm. So it can be a coincidence that maybe the week I wasn't touching food and around the food, I wasn't hungry. So this will be the, this next week will be a really good test because I'm still going to work on my fiber and I'm still going to work on my protein, but I'm going to be touch, you know, with the food the whole time. So it'll be very, that smell will still tempt you. Well, didn't this past week. Oh, you still were smelling it. I was still smelling it. Yeah, we're still in, I'm still in there in the kitchen and it didn't affect me. Huh. But touching it, seeing it, having to actually serve it, I think that is another whole layer. Wow. I know. Which maybe to me, the seeing it is what really wants me to, makes me want to eat. Is there any other food that you see that you're like, ooh, I could have some? Oh, all food. I swear to you, if I see it, I want it. But no candy, especially. Yeah. Yeah. If if I, there's, if you had a candy dish out at your house, I would have at least some of it. I so. went to uh, the pharmacy this week to pick up my medicine. And I was like, I deserve a candy bar because I've been so sick all week. So then there was a deal two for a dollar. Oh. I can't resist the two for. No. And then. I still wanted to like pick something with good ingredients. So I picked something like was just chocolate and nuts and not too much other stuff in it. But I came home and I was like, this is, it's fine. It's just fine. What do you mean? I think because I didn't have a taste in my mouth. It was like the if euphoria that I wanted to get it. Oh, you mean and once you ate it, you were saying like, it's just fine. It's not great. Yeah. Well, that I wanted a little bit of a buzz or a high from, you know, yeah. Remember eating chocolate and I didn't get it. Did you eat the whole thing? No, it's still sitting in my kitchen. I ate a couple of you. It just wasn't scratching the itch. So I saw it and I was like, okay, today's the day I'm going to buy myself some candy. But was isn't that a win when you can actually say like, I didn't eat all of it? No, I I mean it's a win for sure. It's definitely a win. And I, I was like, it, it, just seeing it is triggering. Just smelling it is so triggering. Or, you know, even being around somebody who's eating something and they're yeah. like, this is so delicious. This is just terrific. This is so wonderful. And suddenly you're like, I could eat some. I could have yeah. some. And you didn't eat it. Yeah, I didn't eat it. But I am proud of that, actually. You should be. Are you going to keep it? I kept it. I'll eat probably a square at a time. Okay. All right. I also love that you were, you're so sick, but you still found time to read the labels and you weren't just like grabbing whatever you normal, you know what I mean? Like, I don't think I, I'm not as good as you when it comes to that. Like I would have been like, Oh, that just give it, give it to me. Well, I don't want to be a health coach. Who's a fraud. Oh. So I still want to try to 
emulate what I think my clients should do. Okay. I think that's important. Um, they really, really do. Yeah. Okay. So we had, we talked about emotion and boredom, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Do you eat when you're bored? I think I used to, I'm really trying to sit with being bored. Hmm. I think for a lot of time, a long time, I, I was like, I felt guilty for being bored. So then I would eat. And now I'm just like, it's okay to be bored. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. And that's something I've, I, that was a, a month that I worked on that one. Like, just be bored. Who the hell cares? Why can't I be bored? You know, and uh, talking to you and thinking about all these things is so many of these things for me are related to things from my childhood. And that if, like when you're bored as a kid and we didn't have the phones and the tablets and whatever, but like, what do you do? Right. You have to entertain yourself. And sometimes that's just food. Mm-hmm. So, um, I, and or even the smells, I, when you were talking about the cafeteria, I had flashback to being in school and like middle school, elementary school, where you could start smelling the cafeteria smells. And then suddenly you're like, Oh, I think I'm hungry Mm -hmm. from when I was little. It wasn't even recent. I have clear memories as a kid of something where you're like, oh, this is a memory for me that I'm going to, I want to eat when you were talking about being bored. I mean, it's the same thing. Sometimes you're bored. So you just go eat. And that's for me, or that related to childhood for sure. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Yeah. And I think that when I was, when I was a child and I would say I'm bored, my mom would be like, well, I have stuff that you can do. I'll give you a list of things to do. Yeah. You never said that to your mom. Come on. I've said it to my kids myself. Personally, I can, I can own up to it, but I don't know why it's like, just be bored. Yeah. Be bored. Who cares? Are we that, do we have such exciting lives that we don't feel like we have any time that we can be bored? Well, I have a different theory. Okay. Tell me. I think the reason we cannot handle being bored or being idle or being without something to do is that we don't want to deal with the thing that's right in front of us. So whether it's a mountain of work, whether Mm -hmm. it's emotional stuff, whether it's if you're sitting and watching and like you start thinking about all the stress in your life, we just don't want to deal with any of that. So we just try to sidestep as much as we can, whether it's being overly busy or overly eating or whatever. Yeah. And I guess, let me rephrase how I'm wording it, because if you look around my home, there's no reason I should ever be bored. Clearly we all have, we have like, that. there's no reason. Like I, there are plenty of things I can do, but I think when I say it's okay to be bored, I'm really saying I'm calling it boredom, but it's really, I'm just saying it's okay to let that crap just sit there. Just sit here. It's okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Because there's a lot of pressure for yeah. us to do all the time and be on all the time and and be efficient and productive and this yeah. week taught me that for sure I was sitting around most of the week and it's okay it, it really was is. okay it had to be okay yeah so all right what else here is the rabbit hole okay I love it so sometimes when you're uh fake hungry or false hungry you could be deficient and either nutrients or needing something else. And here's what I mean. 
Okay. Chocolate is very high in magnesium. If you are craving chocolate strongly, and I'm not a doctor, this is not a doctor's advice, but you could be lacking in magnesium. And I can attest to this because I have been taking a magnesium supplement for probably about two months. And when I read this, I realized I'm not craving chocolate the same way that I used to. And that blew my mind. It blew my mind. Well, clearly you aren't because you're, you just were, you're sick and you didn't even want a whole candy bar. No. And normally I would have eaten it and like bought a bunch and just ate it. Hmm. I thought that was fascinating. So then I went down. What do other cravings mean? Okay. So what else do you have? This is when we all need our pen right now, Mm -hmm. right? Okay. So when you eat something because you want it, not because you're hungry. So here's the list I came up with. Okay. If you're craving cookies and milk, okay, milk is high in L-tryptophan, which boosts mood, promotes relaxation, and encourages better sleep. So if you're craving a glass of milk with a cookie, you may need just some downtime, hmm. some rest, some sleep, some a vacation. Oh, something. Okay. I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The next one, which made me think of you, is pizza. Go ahead. Okay. I'm really curious to hear your thoughts on this. Okay. So if you're craving pizza, it may be linked to diet behavior. Whoa, whoa. What do you mean? So what that means is if your diet is too extreme and you're not getting enough of whatever, maybe you're eliminating fats or maybe you've eliminated good carbs or whatever, your body might start screaming at you, give me pizza then because I need something. I have to think on this one a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, go on. Obviously, sometimes pizza just tastes good, but. If no, I think, I think you might be onto something. I think, I think, I really think you might be. Let me so, tell you exactly what I mean. There are weeks when I can go without it and I'm like, eh, I'm strong. I'm good. I'm great. And I think that those periods of time when I go without it, I'm quote unquote, really on track, mm-hmm. really good quote unquote, like I got it all right. And I'm not overdoing it. And I don't have any extra fat and da, 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 da. And I think I hit a point when I'm just like, dude, I just need something like that. Yeah. Like pizza. And then I binge eat it. I don't just eat one piece. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. So I think that they're really like, if I start saying to my husband, like, let's get pizza, I'm craving it. I really think I need to, that is a wonderful tip. Like I need to trigger and say, how's Am I, have I quote unquote, it been telling my brain that I'd been on a diet. Mm-hmm. So I like, that's really good. That's really interesting to me, but anyway. All right. And then the next one was burgers and fries. Okay. So any high calorie, high caloric, high fat comfort foods. So this is just an interesting one to me. It puts the brakes on elevated hormonal levels and it that may mean you need a way to manage your stress. So <clears throat> it it could mean that you're like under a lot of stress, so your adrenals are working in overdrives. 
So your mm-hmm. way of looking for comfort foods is a way to put that, to say, hey, wait, calm the cortisol. Let me just relax here for a minute and just take a breath. Hmm. I thought that was really interesting. So burgers and fries goes along with like basically anything that's like greasy like that. Greasy or comfort foods like uh, okay. mashed potatoes or okay mac and cheese. What do you crave when you're like overly stressed or need comforting? I have craved a burger before. Yeah. I mean, I have said that, God, a burger sounds so good. And I wonder if I'm going to have to pay attention to that. Yeah. It could just mean that you're so stressed that your body is like, I need to put, you need to put the brakes on this somehow. Huh. Okay. Yeah. Um, Ice. Have you ever craved ice? Like, like in my drinks or like ice cubes? Chew it. Never. I craved ice when I was pregnant with my third kid. Okay. And um, it means, it could mean that your iron levels are low. Ice. Yeah. You never heard that? No. Ica, I think where people crave things that because their body is lacking in something. Like some people eat clay or chalk or, or paper. Yeah. And ice was that for me is I, people are like, are you crazy? You're going to damage your teeth. I couldn't get enough. Really? I didn't get enough ice at all. That is so fascinating to me. I, I really, this is not a judgment. I want everybody who does crave ice. I want to, I want to hear from you. Cause I want to know, like, I want to know more about that. Yeah. It's weird when you have that urge to eat something like that. And people are really, people used to really give me bad looks. I couldn't control it. Really? Yeah. What? People need to give their, they need to just shut their eyes up. Like stop giving people looks. I agree. Ugh. Ice. Okay. Okay. Sweets could mean that you need more sleep. Okay. But that kind of seems very obvious to me and probably to you too, is that if you're not letting your body go to sleep at six o'clock, you might want to eat some food. Yeah. I can, I can see that. I think that I, I really can relate to that one. And I feel like I can relate that to my kids too. When they're not getting enough sleep, like on the weekends or when they stay up later on a Saturday night, like I, they'll crave sweets on Sunday, mm-hmm. like more than normal. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. And I think on those days, nothing satisfies. You just yeah. want more and more and more. Yeah. And you're like, and why I, am I not getting satisfied? And I don't know why I just threw my kids under the bus. That's the same thing for me too on a Sunday. Like, I feel like a lot of my Sundays, I'm just like, want sugary, sweet cookies and bakery. And it's probably because my sleep is not right. It's not as it is normally. I stay up a little bit later. I might sleep in a little bit later or else I keep the same wake up and then I'm tired. Yeah. Do you ever take a nap on those days? I don't like to nap very, very rarely do I nap because I don't want it to mess my cycle up. I love a good nap. I, I'm so afraid of a good nap. Really? Yeah. I'm then afraid it's going to make me stay up later and I don't ever want to stay up later. I love like a good 20 minute. Oh, I, I don't, how do you do 20 minutes? No, my body just is like, okay, that's what I needed. I'm up. Maybe I could try it, setting an alarm and doing it. I try not to go to my bed. It's just on the sofa with a cozy blanket. Okay. I love it. All right. 
Was that the last right, one? No, there's a few more. Okay. Cheese. Okay. Cheese produces a feel-good neurotransmitter, so serotonin. Okay. So when you are kind of feeling blue, you might be craving cheese. Mm. There's another interesting side note with that is people with ADHD are twice as likely to crave cheese because they may be having concentration and memory issues. Really? I thought that was fascinating. So fascinating. Hmm. You know, it, and the reason I think I went down this rabbit hole is because I always thought something was wrong with me, that I was craving all these things, especially when I was supposed to be full, but I couldn't stop thinking about whatever it was. Like, I really want a cookie or I really want some chocolate. Yeah. I don't think that something's wrong with you. I think your body's telling you something that we are just not listening to. Right. I, I think you're right. All right. The next one was soda. Oh, gosh. I can relate to this one. Go on. So it could be that you're uh, craving the caffeine. Okay. Some people crave the bubbles. Uh, yeah. So um, it could, uh, a smaller they thing that I read that um, it could mean that you're calcium deficient, but drinking soda is like a, a, one of those bad cycles. The more soda you drink, the more calcium and magnesium you lose, which makes oh. your soda. Really? Which, yeah. Gosh, which is like this terrible loop. Right. You lose magnesium and what was the other one? Calcium. Okay. Because it depletes your bones of that and then you crave more because you're, it's like this weird loop. Okay. Okay. Here's one for your husband, maybe. Potato chips. Both of us, but go on. So you may be low on healthy fats, especially omega-3s. Oh. Omega-3, healthy fats. So omega-3s are really, really essential and important for good health. And we typically don't get enough. Give me something. What's, what, what food has omega-3? Okay, I knew you were going to ask me this, and I wasn't quite ready for this. That's okay. You, and, and I can do the work myself. I just wondered, like, avocado, is that one? I'm going to look it up real quick. Okay. Um, Real-time fact check. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I wasn't prepared. Uh, what foods are rich in omega-3? Fish and other seafood, Ugh. nuts and seeds, such as flaxseed, chia seeds, and walnuts, and plant oils, such as flaxseed oil, soybean oil, and canola oil, which I would not recommend. So not the canola oil. Canola. So I know you just gave three examples. Do you know that my husband and I don't eat any of those things? Really? Yeah. So there could totally be a link in that. If you ate, uh, if you added flaxseed and chia seeds to your oatmeal, you would have more fiber and you would hit your omega-3 marks. I, 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 I will try it. Chia seeds actually t- don't, they taste good. But doesn't, isn't that the one that blows up like little tapioca balls? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I don't want to eat fish eggs. They're not fish eggs. But they look like it and they, they, the texture. Hello, I cannot eat that. You, what are you talking about? They don't look like fish eggs. Oh, but everybody's like, oh, they blow up a little bit and they get all like jelly. And I'm like, oh, I can't fathom eating that. You know, I am a weird eater. So if I can eat it, you can eat it. Oh my gosh. Okay. I said, I will try. 
Okay. I will try. The other thing about um, potato chips is root vegetables are very grounding and they may help you feel calmer. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. And then the last one, which I think most of us really know, is that if you're craving salt, yeah, then you're dehydrated. It could be yes. dehydrated. If that's your your body's last resort to say, get me some water somehow. Mm -hmm. I tell everybody that one. Like if you are sitting on the couch tonight and you are craving potato chips, you need to drink water the next day. Don't do it that night. Like the next day you need that water. Well, now you also need omega threes too. Yeah. There's so many things that our body needs that we we just it's so much. The list is. I so love cool. it. Like you should see my notebook. Like it is filled, I, even on the side. I love all of it. So and I see why I went down this rabbit hole. Yes, and by the way, I totally see the re- relation in my life, at least, to all of these. The only one yeah. I can't relate to is the ice. Yeah, but that's okay. Yeah, because I don't. That's not something that I crave, but I'm fascinated by it because I don't. So I think that it puts a whole nother layer there. Yeah. So fascinating. I think this topic of fake hunger or false hunger was a good one because it just makes you think about why am I actually eating right now? Right. Or why do I want to eat? And and we have to ask ourselves that. I think that's key. And I think, well, for me, my call to action, I've changed in the middle of all of this because me I'm really too. you did too? Yes. <laughs> So little known fact for everybody listening, before we even start, we both ask each other, do you have a call to action this week? And we're usually like, yes, I got one. And this week it's totally shifted on me. Like I'm totally going, all right, my call to action is I want to pay when I'm hungry, quote unquote hungry, whether it be real hunger or not, I want to go backwards two hours and identify what I ate last. Oh, I love it. And I don't know if it's even going to be like, it's just like, what did you just eat? Okay. So then you had a salad with this on it and that, and then you're, you know what I mean? Like just saying what I had the most, the most recent thing I ate was. Mm-hmm. So what's your, how do you, how do you think that will help you? Well, I think it's going to make me be aware how often I'm eating. And I don't think I am aware of that. Okay. You know, and, and it like, like, so if I'm hungry at the cafeteria and I'm touching food and eating food and, you know, doing all of that. I'll be like, what did I last eat? And if I last ate something and it was at seven o'clock this morning, then yeah, I'm probably really hungry. So then therefore I need to eat something else and not this. But if on my way to on my way in there, I ate a whole big bowl of kashi in the in the car. I'm not hungry. I'm only wanting it because I'm touching the food and it's literally right in front of me. Does that make sense? Oh yeah. Actually, so I think just saying what I've ate is going to be powerful. I was thinking about something as you were talking is that Something we didn't really even touch upon is when we restrict ourselves so much and we say we can't have something, you can't do something, then we, then, uh, like it makes us even more crazier for that item. Hmm. Yeah. I think you're right though. When All I right. Say I can't have it. All right. So what's yours? My call to action was going to be to see if I'm hungry or not, but I think I'm going to add to that is. If I am suddenly craving something and I've just eaten, I'm going to try to drink some water and then wait and check in and see, am I hungry? Was I thirsty? Because the water thing for me, especially in the winter, is getting harder. I'm really great in the summer. I'm not as great in the winter. So I'm going to really try to pay attention to, am I getting my water in? 
Okay. That's actually a topic I don't think we've had yet is water, have we? We have to get, we'll have to tackle that one one of these weeks. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I also want to know if you crave less, do you crave salty food anyway or not really? Uh, yeah, I crave more salty food now than I do sweet, which was. So uh, I wonder if that will dissipate if you're, yes. Leah, uh, you're so smart. I am. Well, you, what can I say? So, all right. Well, we got a lot to, we had, this was an awesome jam-packed episode. I love this topic. Yeah, it's really interesting and fascinating to me. Yes. All right. Well, I hope you continue to feel better. Thank you. And I will talk to you next week. Sounds good. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening today. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and give us a five-star rating. Or you can share the podcast with your friends and tag us. On Insta, you can find us at Health Coach Kamna and WW Chick Leah. Or on Facebook, you can find us at Leah's WW and Health Coach Kamna.